Going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber for hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. I know you've got a question, right? I actually do have a question. Okay, because you know why? Why ask you that question? You know why? Why? It's spring. It is. And everybody's got a question about their yard, garden, and landscape, right? That's right. So if you've got a question or you need some help with your yard, garden, and landscape, call us now because we have no less than two open lines for your use at 457-1290. See, the thing is, is if you call that number, you're going to get your question answered. But more so, you're going to help somebody else out that's listening to the program as well. It's a great place. So what's your question, Mr. Adi? question is this. Um, I've been told there are a lot of things blooming, of course, this time of year. It is the season. But what, what, is the, what is the weed or the root? I've been told uh, the pollen count gets real high when a certain root or weed or something like that starts to bloom around late April getting into May. I was wondering what's uh that's kind of broad, but what are some suspects there? Cause I've always been dandelions. That's, that's the one <laughs> likely it is. You know, you could eat those too. I was going to ask, I remember eating those as a kid. I, maybe that's what's causing it now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got a question like Mr. Adi does, we've got an open line for you. Only one now at four, five, seven, 1290. As we launch our number two, of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to our number two of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast now for 28 years. And uh, a little bit about myself as we launch this morning's broadcast. My name is Mark Weber. Um, I have hosted this show for many a year, and I'd love to help you today at 457-1290. Here's my background. I was born and raised in Northwest Ohio. Um, I've been working in the industry since I was roughly 15, 16 years old. Um, I have uh, ascended the ladder. (laughs) Um, I, um, well, good morning, Mr. Jesse Mack. How are you? Doing pretty good. Man, I just walk right in and I get to going, huh? Well, we got full lines right now at 457-1290, so but you know weather takes hey, precedence. I'm a cutter. <laughs> um yesterday afternoon was an interesting weather system. Uh yeah, that was that was actually in the morning that we had some I mean, of that, excuse me, morning. That's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, that, that busy burst of energy that we had. There. Well, you know what was interesting about it was that my house, the southwestern sky got jet black mm-hmm. and very low clouds. And I mean, they were flying by. Yes, they were. They were trucking. Yes. <laughs> and what was interesting, then we had a, a roller cloud. Mm-hmm. See, I'm learning my clouds. A roller cloud that came in. Like out in front of the, the whole big cloud itself? Yeah. The roll cloud? Yeah, those are pretty cool. Roller yeah. cloud, and yeah. the wind came, and the trees moved around a little bit, and then the rain came, and the rain came in, like, sideways. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say it, but it, it was— It came in at about 70 miles per hour? <laughs> it was—I don't know. I think by watching the tree branches, we were probably at 45 to 50. It's, yeah. It's, you know— I, I'm starting to learn the, the what I what the way a tree moves. I can tell you the wind speed. That's awesome. I'm getting pretty good at that. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't you know anything. Where where were you guys at when I was through? I was in northern Butler County when all this was okay. going on and, and it was an, I think you had a good good healthy uh, storm that moved there. Yeah, I it was. It yeah. was my, my wife was nervous. I was happy because I, <laughs> I like to watch trees move in the wind. So I'm having. Having one of my tree moments, but yeah. 
Um, it was, but you know, it didn't last very long. Nope, they very came quick. through pretty quick. There was a little bit of tornadic activity, mm-hmm. I think, up in Clark County, yep. and then there's also, I think, some uh, down in northern Kentucky. I saw yep. so um, normal stuff for this time of year, right? Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, I was, uh, I won't say surprised. We saw it coming, but I was a little bit um, intrigued at how that developed so quickly at the time of day it did. I would have thought that, mm-hmm. you know, if something like that was going to develop, it would have been after the sun was up for a little bit and we had more heat. But uh, that front that moved in, man, that was a good front. And that system as a whole was moving like those clouds that you saw were moving at about 70 mile an hour. So was it real? Is that the speed they were running? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I, now I know what a 70 mile an hour cloud looks like. Yeah, you you look at it and you're like, this looks weird. That thing is moving. Well, it, it was so funny because it was just like, like whoa. Yeah. That's um, what was interesting about it because obviously we were on air tracking those. And yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like we'd have a warning pop up and I don't think I've ever seen a warning be issued and expire so quickly just because it was there and it was gone almost immediately. The system was moving that quick. Some people were a little bit... Um, unhappy i suppose about the timing delay with the national weather service and the rotation that was there but that thing was flying absolutely flying so it was it was a bear to get out ahead of that so tell us about tonight i see there's some severe weather or yeah. or, or, or thunderstorm activity well yeah we once again we have the possibility for severe weather showers are moving in overnight tonight but i think we'll start off tomorrow with some heavy rain Mm -hmm. Uh, in the morning and that's just that initial um, kind of input of moisture so we'll start off with heavy rain and you could possibly see thunderstorms embedded with that but the best chance for thunderstorms and or severe thunderstorms is going to occur in the afternoon similar situation a cold front passes by and that's the trick so today would be a good day if you haven't mowed your grass to get it mowed yeah do everything today (laughs) do everything today (laughs) nothing tomorrow (laughs) super jesse thanks for stopping by thanks for having we've got to roll up our sleeves and hit the telephone lines four five yeah and it's good to see you as always (laughs) take it easy keep up the good work four five seven twelve ninety let's talk to naomi and all right my thing's not working, so we'll do this the old-fashioned way. Naomi, good morning, and welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm I'm well. I'm I feel blessed to be here today. How can I help you? Well, my husband and I are talking about planting some trees in our front yard, and I just have a love of all things flowering. Mm-hmm. So I know you've talked about the Bradford pear, and that's a no-no. Yeah, you don't so want to I plant want to one of those. What- <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't want to plant one of those, no. And can you can you give us a little bit of reasons why we shouldn't and what you would recommend instead? Well, first of all, the pears for all intents and purposes are going to are, are nearly outlawed to plant, to purchase, buy and sell in Ohio. Um they're incredibly wow. inv- invasive. They, they you know, they've displaced a number of of native plants and 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 this is where the problem begins is when we have invasive plants um like the Bradford pear and honeysuckle they replace they replace the native things that should grow here and why that matters is is then we displace the native animals the native insects the native birds that you get where I'm going with this it's yep. it's not a healthy situation, and it affects our ecosystem, which eventually help affects our health. So that's why you know with the pear thing, you know our industry, and I say that our industry made a collective collapse of judgment when they chose and grew pear trees. I used to grow pear trees. I quit growing them on my farm probably 10, 12 years ago. Just because I was watching them become so invasive and, and, and the fact that arboriculturally you can't prune these things to make them reasonably safe because they break under the normal weather conditions of Southwest Ohio. So why plant something that's going to break? So let's, yeah. so let's kind of talk about flowering trees that will work around here. Um, one of my f- personal favorites is the cherry family. Um, you've got the one called autumn flowering cherry that gives you double bonus. It gets you flowers in the spring and also flowers in the fall and it'll even flower in the winter time. Um, it's called autumn Alice, um, gets about 15, 20 feet tall and wide. 
Um, another one that works really well, there's another flowering cherry called Yoshimo. That's a really neat one too. Um, it's pure white and blooms for nearly 30 days here in, here in Ohio. Um, also in the flowering crab world, there are so many varieties that Carter has got liberal pills. You can choose pinks, you can choose purples, you can choose, uh, white flowering crabs, uh, chartreuse color, every, every color on the planet of a crab apple is available in every shape from weeping to, 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 uh, semi weeping to upright and, and plant habit. Um, another great flowering tree is the Japanese tree, ivory silk lilac. Um, one of my favorites, it blooms late May, um, has these beautiful white spike flowers on this deep blue green foliage. Um, magnificent. Um, does that help you? It helps me a lot. Yeah. I actually have a gift certificate to get a, uh, ivory silk lilac. Um, okay, cool, cool. So I will be getting one of those anyhow, so maybe it's time to get you know, I want to do and, and a bunch it, but, of them on moss in my front yard. Okay, but that's <laughs> the other thing that goes with this, though, is the ones that I've given you will work in most sites Sites that I've given you. Um, okay, good. But the other, you know, another great flowering tree um, that I dearly love is is um, is uh, sour gum, Nissia. If you've got the soil pH to support it, it's a tree that has the most beautiful smelling flowers you can ever witness in your life. And in the fall, it turns the most beautiful orange red that you've ever seen that lasts nearly 30 days. But again, you've got to have a site with a relatively lower pH to support that tree. Um, okay. Another one that I have in my yard that is absolutely breathtaking in every way shape and form is american yellowwood or kentucky yellowwood this is a tree that has really smooth bark um when it flowers it produces these long racemes of white flowers and when you, when it blooms how do i say this you can set underneath of it and it's just a buzz with bees <laughs> I don't, oh, and it is, cool. and it's, and it is, and everybody goes, aren't you afraid? I go, God, no, I'm not afraid. I sit there and I feel like, I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. It is yeah, by, it is, awesome. it is a tree that in the fall turns these magnificent golden yellow leaves. Um, another great flowering tree is, is the red bud. Um, you know, the red bud is, yeah, we have, we have the, our native uh, red flowering red bud. We have a white flowering red bud. We have weeping red buds. We have a gold leaf red buds. I mean, you've got purple leaf red buds. I mean, red buds are, are, are great trees. So you got, you got a lot of choices, but a couple of real important pieces though. Make sure that you've got site and soil that's going to be able to support that tree. Second thing is, is remember for every um, inch of diameter of the tree, you need roughly a thousand cubic feet of soil to grow a tree. So you got to make sure that you've got enough cubic feet for that soil, enough cubic feet to support that tree for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then the, and the third component is don't plant that tree near power lines or someplace where it's going to interfere with uh, those kind of things long term, because then you then you create a problem. You create a nuisance. You said a thousand square feet of soil per how many? For every inch, feet? for every inch of DBH for diameter, okay. diameter. And, 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 and we we know we can. This is what's cool about what we do in arboriculture. We can actually, and I do a lot of this, called plant growth modeling, where I can take all the theoreticals of, of the site and the soil and the species of plant and the climate, and I can give you the number of years that that plant statistically will live and, and flourish and when it will die. And, cool. and, and by doing, what I'm saying is, is we have the knowledge and understanding of how plants grow that plant growth modeling is a good way to model how a plant will grow and how many years you'll get useful life out of it. So think of, think of trees, and this is an important, asset, important part and part of the landscape 
all of landscape management. Trees and plants are green infrastructure. I'll say that again. Trees and plants are green infrastructure. They're investments that we make that add value to our properties, add value to our lives physically and psychologically, but they also require management and care. And so a lot of what I talk about here on Garden Talk is about the science behind it, but more so for you, the guys out there that will do this stuff in your yard and landscape, realize that there is an intelligent way of doing this, and then there's an unintelligent way of doing it. Yeah. And the way I've just described will give you more years of enjoyment and, and more value to your investment. Okay? Yep, I love it. Can I ask you one quick question about the crab apple? Yes. Do you do you find that they make just a huge mess? No, 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 no. (laughs) Tree, crab apples, the modern day crab apples of today have what they call persistent fruit, which means their fruit forms and they don't, the fruit doesn't fall off. And the the birds carry them away and have have a really nice, have a nice meal. So, you know, this is modern, modern, modern arboriculture today has more to offer. Modern horticulture has more to offer today than we've had in 10 years or 20 years ago. So I hope you have a good day and enjoy planting your trees. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. More more Garden Talk will continue. Two open lines right now at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing for Dayton, the Miami Valley, and you. Growing beautiful plants and flowers that help you begin each day with a smile. Grown by a family and staff of professionals who know what you want. Quality brands that you trust. The Stockslager family and the entire team thank you, our customers, for growing with us for 60 years. At James Free Jewelers, we love our heroes in uniform, and it shows with our preferred pricing program. We're proud to offer an extra 15% savings to all active military, veterans, police, firefighters, and emergency medical responders. Because at James Free, we know that sound isn't noise, but the sound of freedom. 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering, James Free Jewelers. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. How much do people love America's Best Choice windows? Their installation team was awesome. They were clean and didn't leave our home a mess. We were so happy with our new windows. Sincerely, Diana and Jeff. Reasonable prices, excellent selection, and helpful suggestions. We got it all with America's Best Choice. Thank you from Tim and Amy. Call us for a free quote at 937-570-6785. Because your first choice should always be America's Best Choice windows and doors. American made, American strong, American proud. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. For a bathroom you'll love, call Rebath 937-755-1712. From a fresh tub and shower update to a complete remodel, get $750 off a bathtub or shower replacement. Call Rebath 937-755-1712. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. And I'm Clark Howard. We here at WHIO are actively working to keep your family safe. Safe from scams. And safe from severe weather. You can depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7's Jesse Mack. 
mostly sunny skies to start off the morning. Low temperatures around the mid 40s will climb into the middle 60s for a high with clouds increasing as we go throughout the day today. Showers expected to return in the overnight hours and a chance for showers and some thunderstorms as we go into Sunday. The best chance for strong to severe thunderstorms occurring in the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows overcast sky conditions, a little bit of break in the east. We've got a little bit of beautiful sunshine peeking through. We've got uh, very little wind right now. We're resting at 46 degrees Fahrenheit up at the airport, 37 in Eaton and 39 in Urbana. What a wild change in weather temperatures. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 in less than about five minutes. We'll be talking to Randy Tisher from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Let's first head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. And let's go talk to Marvin. Marvin, good morning. Good morning. Happy uh, spring to you, sir. How may I be of? How can I help uh, you? Are you are you familiar with essential oils? I've heard of essential oils of plants. They're basically volatile ethereal oils. Yes. Right. Well, I was watching the History uh, Channel, and they said all essential oils come from plants, mm-hmm. which, which makes sense. But my question is. When they break down and make them into oils, wouldn't it be more beneficial to take in, uh, herbs internally? Uh, that's more of a health question than it is a plant question. Uh, I really don't know what to tell you. I can just tell you that you know plants produce an enormous amount of different chemical compounds inside themselves um, and those oils and, and, and liquids are there, a lot of which become important for the cosmetic industry as well as the uh, industries of, 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 of beauty and, 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 and et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on that stuff. I can just tell you plants like, sassafras and birch and others are produced these type of oils um i can tell you more about how they're produced inside the plant but the further use is concerned is for human consumption or etc i'm not the guy for that i'm so sorry but have a good day four five seven twelve ninety let's hit wait a minute we got enough time javon i think it's time to go into the newsroom and when we come back We'll talk to Randy Tisher from Greenbelt and Sod Farms. We'll talk to Paul, Stan, and Nancy. You're up next here on Garden Talk in the spring of 2019 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. We're keep taking a look at the scene of a fatal head-on crash on Preble County from late last night. Two people dead. Beautiful weather out there today, but another round of storms is on the way. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. It is our top story in Preble County. It's a story we're following this morning. A head-on collision on Ohio 122 near Shoal Road leaves drivers of both cars involved dead. This happening late last night, just after 8 p.m. Troopers tell us the drivers are both men, but there's no word yet on drugs or alcohol being involved or who was at fault for the crash that shut down 122 last night. A third person who was riding in one of those cars was taken by CareFlight to the hospital. Right now, we're working to learn who these people are as well as what were the circumstances exactly 
that led to the crash. We'll bring updates on that as we get them. It's a story we've been following. Cops identifying the man taken from an apartment complex that ended a nine-hour standoff in Dayton. 40-year-old Andrew Alcorn is a person of interest in the shooting death of 61-year-old Ronald Wiles in Lafayette, Indiana, April 7th. Paige Milliken was arrested during the standoff and is now in jail on suspicion of inducing panic, tampering with evidence, and obstructing official business. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. He says Alcorn is listed as a patient at Miami Valley Hospital, but his condition is unknown. Well, townships all throughout the Dayton region planning road repairs now that they can afford them. That's thanks to a new gas and diesel fuel tax passed by legislatures statewide. The gas and diesel tax is now 28 cents per gallon and on July 1st will rise by 10.5 cents per gallon for gas and 19 cents per gallon for diesel. Lynn Halsey with the Dayton Daily News says some cities have put off road repairs since the Great Recession. Now you can see more on this story in Sunday's edition of the Dayton Daily News or check it out online. Just go to DaytonDailyNews.com. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Mostly sunny skies to start off the morning. Low temperatures around the mid-40s will climb into the middle 60s for a high with clouds increasing as we go throughout the day today. Showers expected to return in the overnight hours and a chance for showers and some thunderstorms as we go into Sunday. The best chance for strong to severe thunderstorms occurring in the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is all clear. The sun pouring through our window here on South Main Street here in Dayton. A beautiful start to a cool Saturday. 45 degrees in Troy, 43 in Springfield. It's 46 here in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And this year, we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin. When I talk about pampering yourself, you probably think about going to some type of luxury resort or a day spa, but I'm here to tell you that you can pamper yourself every day or rather every night, actually, with Giza Dreams bed sheets from my friends at MyPillow. You know, MyPillow has been a life changer for me with MyPillow, and Mike Lindell, the sleep genius that he is, has topped himself again. The Giza Dreams bed sheets with the world's best cotton, so soft but so durable. I've had mine for over a month, and despite many washes, they're just as soft as that very first night, just as luxurious, and boy, what a great night's sleep I'm getting. Well, go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the Giza Dream Sheet Special. Use the promo code WHIO. You'll get 30% off and free shipping. If you'd like to call, you can do that. 1-800-320-1481. Ask for the Giza Dream Sheet Special, and again, Use the promo code WHIO and start sleeping great with MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone? For Android, just say, OK, Google, and then play WHIO News. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Happy spring, Mr. Tisher. Yeah, it's a wonderful spring so far. We got a little bit of uh, yellow action beginning to uh, rear its ugly head. Yeah, those little yellow flowers that I try to tell my wife are... uh are in our yard just because, uh, you know, I love her so much that I want her to have flowers everywhere in the house and around the house, <laughs> those dandelions. And I don't think that everybody shares that uh, that same feeling. <laughs> well, they are edible. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah boy. When I was a when I was a Boy Scout, we used to have dandelion salad and uh, yeah. And uh, you know, I I don't know. Some people uh, some people really uh, enjoy them, and some people freak out if they have one plant in the uh, <laughs> one dandelion in the yard. I've been uh, you know they just I think they just popped up about oh, I don't know four or five days ago for the most part, but this warm weather and a uh, little bit of rain and. Uh, you know, I've seen some pretty yellow yards. So, uh, so those those homeowners must really love their wife to give them such a nice yellow yard all, all through the yard. But... <laughs> well, you know, let's kind of talk about the the biology of this plant because I think it's important for our listeners to understand that that, that this plant is. It's it's belongs to a group of plants called Compositae, and its dandelions are actually native to Eurasia. And they were introduced to North America and South America, and so is in in India, um, and Australia, and New Zealand. They're almost everywhere now. <laughs> They've kind of gone wherever we've migrated to. Yeah. And um, their life cycle is is unique in the standpoint is that they can grow by seeds. Um, and they, they do not, you know, um, they don't spread by stones or runners, which is really a good thing. Yep. Um, however, though, if we pull them out of the ground and break that root, we will cause another plant to grow and replace the one you partially pulled out of the, out of the ground. And, uh, dandelions, um, um, are unique in the standpoint is that that once that seed germinates, it goes through a process of, of uh, living in the soil and, and, and the average life of a dandelion is, this is kind of a good trivia question. The average, the average life of a dandelion is five to 10 years. Did you know that? No, I did no idea. <laughs> Get a hell of a big, heck of a big root after five or 10 years. Yeah, boy. But you know, these are broadleaf plants meaning that they they belong to the group of plants called dicots. And so we have specific herbicides that are designed to take out dicots. And, yep. and uh, just, you know, word of caution, when you apply these products, be sure to, I know we hate to say this, read the label, um, because you can't hurt a lot of plants that, that, that do uh, do matter, like your trees and shrubs and that type of thing, if you misapply these type of herbicides. Yeah, the biggest biggest point I was trying to make uh, today, uh, just from from the control part, is is you know people are just finishing up the first application, the crabgrass control with fertilizer, and uh, and and if you haven't done that, there's probably still a little time to sneak that in. But uh, people have a tendency to when they see the first dandelion, to want to grab that second application, uh, the weed and feed. If you're a do-it-yourself self uh, homeowner. You probably are on a four or five step lawn care program throughout the year, and boy, that people see that first dandelion and they want to grab the weed and feed. That's their second step that traditionally isn't made to put down until later in May, and they want to grab that right away and put that on, you know, maybe even today to kill that first dandelion. And that's uh, number one. It's too much fertilizer, too 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 close together. You ought to be at least six weeks apart with fertilizations, maybe longer. But second. That dandelion that just popped up in your yard is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And all of these broadleaf weed control products, they work real well. Dandelions are easy to control. Uh, but uh, but these all the products, or almost all the products on the market, uh, are only going to control the dandelion that is there today. It's not going to do a doggone thing about the dandelions that are coming and other broadleaf weeds that are coming here in the next uh, week and, uh, you know, all through May. So, so if... Uh, if you've got to be a dandelion-free yard, uh, you're going to have to take a few other approaches to uh, to uh, controlling that dandelion with either liquid broadleaf weed control that doesn't have fertilizer, or they do make granular broadleaf weed control without fertilizer, and <clears throat> and that's another way to get rid of the rid of the dandelions in your yard without over fertilizing. That's my biggest yeah. my biggest scare is that people are going to over fertilize their yard. Well, and, and with that being said, you know what the temperature, the, the, the minimum temperature to germinate a dandelion seed is? Minimum? Minimum temperature to germinate a dandelion seed. You're talking soil temperatures? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, what, 50? 77. Minimum? Minimum temperature to germinate uh, dandelion seeds is 77. So, really? 
Yeah. So what this what this what the data says is this is some weed that's germinating, you know, in the middle of the summer months. And this, so, you know, a lot of a lots to be said here that these broadleaf weed control products, uh, even applied now, may not be as effective on the new crop. Yeah, of, it could be of it. And the other thing, that little inter- interesting little bit of trivia. <laughs> Of it. Did you know that the seeds of a dandelion are called um, an akeen? A-C-H-E-N-E-S. And they're actually a dried fruit that contains one seed. So, and, well, I'm learning a lot here today. Oh, I'll send you the link. It's University of California. They get all <laughs> into this stuff. But um, it's kind of an interesting interesting thing about dandelions, but that, that warm warm temperature germination, though, is important because I think, Randy, what that tells us in control, that's why these fall applications for control are much more effective than spring applications as well because this weed's full glory and, and its full exposure of, of, of control is going to definitely be in the fall well before then the spring. Yeah, you know, Mark, uh, I've, I've got a, a couple of lawns that I watch, and... Uh, and one homeowner did that fall application of a broadleaf weed killer on their yard, mm-hmm. and the, the homeowner right next door, and you can see the perfect line going right down their property line. Uh, the the one that did that fall application of broadleaf weed control has very little, if any, dandelions, and the uh-huh. one next door that has not done that, it's just it's a sea of yellow. So uh, you know that does work. Uh, I think, uh, and, and I think well, why, why we're seeing that is is for the simple fact. That we the maximum number of plants that are in your yard are going to be there in the fall, period. Yep. I think that because of this germination issue, Randy is always good to talk to you, and I hope you have a glorious day. I've got a full bank of phone lines at four, five, seven, twelve nights. I got to roll my arm sleeves well, up and we're get. We're going to be at Norwood uh, here today, and we'd love to see everybody and uh, oh, for wow. garden party. So. Uh... So that's where I'm headed here to the Senate this morning. All right, Mr. Tish, everybody head out to Norwood and say hi to Randy, and uh, and uh, he will be happy to answer all of your turf grass questions. Randy, thank you so much. Have a spectacular day. We'll do it. Thanks. You bet. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Attention, attention, Garden Talk listeners. There is one line available at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Let's head to the telephone lines once again. Let's go talk to Stan. Stan, good morning and happy spring to you. How can we help you, sir? Good morning. Good morning. I have a problem with a pin oak. It's an old tree we moved in about 30 years ago, and it was big then. It's got to be well over 50 feet tall. And as you know, it usually loses a bunch of leaves in the fall and then a bunch more in the spring. Well, this year we went out there, and the leaves were all gone. And that's more than unusual. And the other issue, I don't know if it's related, we're developing bare spots and the grass below it. So do I have a tree problem or was it just a rough winter? I don't know. So you think your pin oak's in trouble because the leaves didn't hang on all winter? Right. Well, it's interesting you asked that question because this is the interesting part. What causes leaves to fall off in the fall is when, when something called leaf abscission occurs. And leaf abscission occurs when the hormones inside the tree force the leaves to break and fall off. And it actually causes an abscission at its connection with the, with the tree. So you very well may have had conditions that hormonally cause those leaves to fall off off it doesn't necessarily mean the tree's in trouble okay all right so but i will say now this is the other caveat knowing that it's pin oak and seeing on the call box where you live at i'm not going to say where you live at but the part of town you you live in historically has some very high ph soils and most of Quercus palustris, that's the genus, genus and species of pin oak, 
typically likes to live in soils that are roughly 5.5 to no higher than 6.5 in pH. So I would be wondering if you've got a, a nutrient deficiency issue. Okay. So Stan, what I'm going to suggest is has, have this tree inspected by an ISA certified arborist probably in June. And I would suggest getting a soil test done, test the soil, and then also do a leaf test. And that leaf test is where we collect a portion of the plant's leaves, send them off to the lab, and the lab comes back and tells us how many parts per million or billion of each of the 17 essential elements are inside the tree and see if this tree is nutrient, getting all it needs nutrient-wise, okay? Okay. Because this is why. Plants, would the arborist do the soil test, or would I do that separately? I would have the arborist do the soil test and the leaf test in combination. Okay. And, and that you've got to do both to do a, do a reading of exactly what's happening inside the tree. And this is why it matters. Um, nine times out of ten with pin oak, the nutrient problem is going to be related to a micronutrient issue. And most micronutrients, for example, like manganese and iron and that type of stuff are, are what we call heavy metals. And you can overdose a tree really quick and kill it and make it even sicker by overdosing it with too much material or not enough. And a lot of times as trees age, their physiological needs for nutrition change with age, meaning the older they get, the more reliant they become on micronutrients than they do on macronutrients. And I know this gets a little deep, but the thing is, is the tree's older and it needs to be looked at. As far as the turf grass is concerned, Stan, I, I hate to break this to you, but if you and I would walk in the woods today, we wouldn't find a whole lot of grass growing, would we? No. Okay. It's a normal process to lose grass under trees. So that's why we need to do two, one or two different things. That tree's going to give you more benefits than your turf grass will ever will. And it'll raise, is that tree's worth a lot more money than the grass in your landscape is. So that's where we definitely would remove the grass and maybe add, make that into a mulch area or maybe add in some shade-tolerant uh, perennials or something like that into that zone. Okay. And your tree, now trust me when I say this, if you remove that grass, Stan, you're going to have double the number of roots below the ground for that pin oak. And that pin oak will be more tolerant to drought, have more available nutrients to live from. Okay? Does that make sense to you, Stan? I understand, yeah. Okay, Stan. Thank you. But we'll work with a certified arborist because that pin oak may be having a nutrient problem. But I... Yeah, Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You bet. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's do one more call, Javon. Let's go talk to Nancy. And Nancy, happy spring. Good morning and welcome to Garden Talk. Hi, Mark. Hi. I have a problem with what I call sticker bushes. My neighbor calls them prickles. They're everywhere in my garden bed. How do I get rid of them? I have no idea what a prickle is. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> how tall is the plant? Just maybe three inches. Okay. Is it annual, perennial? Um... It's an annual. It's almost like a dandelion, like you were just talking about. You pull it out from the root, and they come back and... Just multiples. What kind of flower does it have? And there is no flower. It's just like maybe four or five leaves with little stick, you know, like little cactus pricks on them. Okay. I'm not sure what you're talking. The only thing that I can think of is a plant called ground cherry. Okay. That may be it. Um, do you have any photographs of what any of this looks like? I do. Okay. Why don't you email me the um, at m weber at weberlandscaping.com weber's with two b's okay and i'll take a look at it and respond back i i don't have a clue until i can see what you got sorry okay it's no problem i i, I can't no. i can't read minds through the radio sometimes um oh 
<laughs> but yeah, if you can if you can send me some photographs of that at my email, I'll I'll review them and I'll I'll email you back, okay? Well, I appreciate that. So it's mweber at weberlandscaping.com. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you for calling and have a good day yourself. Let's when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take your calls at 457-1290. We'll talk to Charles next and then Norm and then you. At 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hard to believe, but Noah Garden Center is celebrating garden party number 40 this weekend. Two days packed with special prices on the garden items everyone's looking for. All trees, quart-sized perennials, and grass seed, 20% off. Fountains, statuary, and gazing globes, 20% off. Other items in every department. Meet other gardeners, attend a seminar on pollinators, have fun, and save a bunch. Noah Garden Party this Saturday and Sunday at Noah Garden Center in Beaver Creek. We're gardeners, and this is the weekend of party. Your neighbor who spends all day in her garden. You may wonder why. In the sun, even a little rain, she's still in the garden. This is John from Nold Garden Center. Maybe it's flowers, maybe fragrance, or she just loves being outside with nature. To gardeners, the chance to dig in the dirt makes them giggle. Gardening does that. We love explaining the joy gardening can bring. We do it every day because we're gardeners just like you. Lowell Garden Center in Beaver Creek, let's plant. You watch what you eat, you're hitting the gym, you're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the Original Mattress Factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Having an elective surgery, an extended stay at the hospital that requires rehab? Look to the St. Leonard campus in Centerville to transition you or a loved one from hospital to home. Private rehab suites are available, and with our second phase now open, you'll have access to all the amenities that St. Leonard has to offer. Our caring and professional staff provide services to meet your individual wants and needs. Contact Jennifer at 583-6502. Most insurance is accepted. Visit homeishere.org for more info. Why Greater Dayton Surgery Center? I would recommend Greater Dayton uh, Surgery Center because I didn't have to stay there for two or three days. I was able to go home right after surgery and that was very important to me. Five months after the knee replacement, I was able to play in a tennis tournament and I won. Greater Dayton Surgery Center is Dayton's only outpatient surgical center offering same-day joint replacement and spinal surgical procedures. Call 937-535-2200 or visit DaytonSurgeryCenter.com. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Springtime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Springfield to Kettering and from Piqua to Xenia, keeping your family Family safe is our number one goal on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's 7.55. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. 
mostly sunny skies to start off the morning. Low temperatures around the mid 40s will climb into the middle 60s for a high with clouds increasing as we go throughout the day today. Showers expected to return in the overnight hours and a chance for showers and some thunderstorms as we go into Sunday. The best chance for strong to severe thunderstorms occurring in the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows partially overcast sky conditions, 46 in Dayton, 48 in Springboro. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you and welcome to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Charles. Charles, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, what I called about was, and I... This, I received uh, a text message from my son that he said that if you're looking for a um, flowering tree, you ought to look at the B-I-H-O-U Japanese maple. Have you heard of that one? The what Japanese maple? <laughs> I'm spelling it B-I-H-O-U. B-I-H-O-U? Mm, yes, sir. Bihui Japanese maple. Oh, well, it's not necessarily a flowering tree. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a gold golden uh, golden Japanese maple that has yellow branches. Um, I'm familiar with it. Uh, let me look up something real quick on it. Um, yeah, it should work here. It says it's hardy to zone five uh, B. It's got. Uh, um. Yeah, it's got uh, negative twenty beside it. Looks like a good plant. Looks good plant. Yeah, we're uh, looking for something uh, to replace our um, stupid uh, no plant tree that they planted <laughs> when we moved into this new development. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to say though is Japanese maples, as a general rule, like partial shade. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can grow them in full sun. And, 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 and I'll say this. I've got a collection at my house of about 15 of them. And, and I love them to death. I, I, I just find them breathtaking on so many different, different levels. But these are plants that are designed to live under the understory of the spruce fir forests of, of uh, Korea and Japan. And so, you know, their genetics is more of shade tolerance than sun tolerance. And a lot of which they get in trouble when we put them in not nasty hot sites. So, and you know, that would be the case because on this one, it would be on the south side of the house. Okay. Once you think, can I give you another maple that you might want to think about that would be an excellent choice? For, for that yeah, for that exposure would be a uh, paper bark maple. Paper bark maple. Oh my God! Yeah, that that tree is breathtaking. I'm gonna put you on hold real quick. We'll talk about paper bark and just uh, after we get out of the news. Is that okay? Sure. Go All right, ahead. I'll put you on hold. Go have a cup of coffee, eat some pancakes, or do something like that. Oops, I accidentally dropped. And give me a call back, sir. I'll be happy to talk about paper bark maple. We talk to Norm next half hour as well. And talk to you at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.